Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Talking Cop. It's me, Chris Brackett, him, the boss, Gav. Finished Liverpool 5, Toulouse 1 in a bit of a random game, really, wasn't it, Gav? Let's be honest. Yeah, a little bit random. Um, not going to lie. Uh, I'm sure we got through the lineups in a bit and a bit to the game and stuff like that. But <coughs> look, it's another it's another win. It's nine points from nine. One more win. One more win from the last three. will let you top the group. Possibly a point. We'll probably top the group, I don't know. Um, I haven't looked at the group, I just know we have nine and the others don't have nine. Um, so, look, it's another win. A lot of players got a run out. Um, young lads got a run out and overall, you're happy. But there was bits and pieces to it I wasn't overly happy with, to be honest with you. Yeah, listen, uh, I said to you before we came on air, I said when it got to about 10 minutes in the second half, I kind of zoned out and it was, it was on, but I wasn't fully paying attention. You kind of knew it was over and I think... Second half performance kind of probably showed that a little bit, which is maybe a little bit the frustration a little bit. But go for the lineup then. So Callum and goal back four of Trent, Matip, Gomez, Luke Chambers making his European debut. Uh, midfield of Endo, Jones, and Gravenberch up front. Elliot Wright, then Diogo and Nunes. So I think when I did the pre-match with Chris yesterday, we did about three lineups between us and I think I think I got seven or eight of them. There's a couple we didn't expect. I probably expected Salah to start because I kinda just thought he would for the home games, but anyone really surprise you? Um the Chambers one kinda did. You know, I'm I'm on the I'm on the kind of bandwagon of Simacas kinda building up a bit ahead of steam here. Um mm. but you know you, you kinda temper that with the fact that it looks like Robertson will be out for eight to ten weeks. So it's not like Simakash just has to get through the next month and we're, we're good. We kind of have to really protect him now, even though we want to get him more game time to get him up to up to speed. And I, I think it'll take him three or four games to up to speed. So that one that one surprised me a little bit. You don't know what way they're going to go, really. You know, midfield, end of, yeah, that, that made sense. Um, 
Jones made sense. He's been he's been suspended for the last three Premier League games. I think he's is he available on Sunday. Um, nope. One no. more to go. One more to go. Okay. And um, Gravenberch is it's still building. I think he's still building up fitness and and you know getting to getting the grips for what we're trying to do. So that was alright up front. I'm not a fan of Elliot up there. Um, and I'll get into that a bit more later. But I just thought with Nunes up front and Jota, I would have went for a bit more pace on one side. Um, because I think it stunts us a little bit. But look, he, he clearly has a plan to get through this group in as little fuss as possible and get as many players time as he can and playing time. And he's he's definitely using it to motor into these Sunday games 100%. I think so. I think so. I mean, listen, it was perfect start, you know, uh, lovely jinking run by Jota and nice finish. And that's now, Jota still has the record of we've never lost a game when he scored. Yeah, I heard that. Twenty nine games, twenty nine games. He scored. <laughs> yeah, I think was, lost, I, so. is it a little bit more than that? I thought it was a little bit more than that. Maybe twenty nine, but I know, I know, we've literally drawn about six of them and won the rest. Um, look, yeah. it's a great start. I think it's nine minutes in, and um, you know, in fairness to Toulouse, they didn't come in and just sit in four, five, one. They tried to get people forward, but when it broke, then you could see. They were very worried when we got the ball, say, 30, 40 yards from goal and we started mm. to move and we started to do it at pace. They didn't know where to be look, where to look and where um what to be following. And Jota took full advantage of it. He just drifts in. It's a lovely I think it's a lovely little note Maggie does and, and finishes in the corner. Uh Kat says, lads, you you look like we lost the game. What do you want what do you want me to do? You know, it's a Europa League group game. I can jump around a little bit if you want, but no, I'm happy. I'm happy with it, but um there's bits to it that actually annoyed me but mm-hmm. when you when but, you say the trigger words i'll tell you when it, what annoyed me oh, it's probably all of them probably the first, probably the equalizer because it was a bit of a all-round shit show uh in terms of the the one of the guys is quite close to Cham- Cham- chambers he lets him go so gomez has to step out to go to him doesn't get tight enough matip doesn't cover him behind trent's too deep which plays everyone on side and for me, the goalkeeper turned into Sam Mignolet. He stuck on his line, which he never normally does, and he did everything he could to make himself smaller. It was the classic Mignolet save or non-save that we used to see. Uh, but, you know, no one put a tackle in, but I do wonder how it got that far where the defence weren't even exposed. So we're exposed <laughs> that way. So all around, I know it wasn't a, a, a back four that plays, that's played together before, but, you know, Matt, Matt's been going to play enough together. They should be able to, between them, sweep up. Yeah, but what happens What happens for me is when the ball comes in and it, and it kind of drops to this guy and he's looking for the pass, they step up and Trent doesn't. Trent is over the other side of the pitch, five, six, seven yards deeper than them. And you can see him about to try go and and get in online with them. Um but he simply doesn't, and your man runs through. The thing with the thing with the finish is, and I, I know I, I get what you're saying with Kelleher, he kind of he, he kind of gets himself caught in a position where he's not reducing the angle enough. But I have to give credit to the forward because the finish is one where it's probably the hardest to save. It's right down below him. You know what I mean? It's right down in that area, right underneath his knee as he's standing, and he he buries it. Um, but yeah, I think, look, the centre-half's going to do more. I think Trent is out of position for me, and I've only seen one replay on it. Um, and the goalkeeper should probably progress, come out a little bit more if he's going to if he's going to take up that option of standing and trying to 
you it, know, I don't know, give the give the forward the eyes. I don't know what he was trying to do. It reminded me of Joe when uh, we beat United uh, in the COVID in the COVID, you know, the rearranged one. Was oh, when their goalkeeper ran and, off. And D Henson basically just goes right over to one side and makes himself small. Yeah, it looked it looked just like that, just like. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was that bad. I think. It, I think. I, I'd have. I'd have expected Keller to make maybe one or two more steps out towards the striker. Mm. Do you get me? And that may maybe gets in his face a little bit more because he has got a long running on goal. It's not like he's running onto this and the keeper can come out and really try and narrow the angle. Like Keller's basically waiting for him to get to him. Do you know the sort of way? But the finish. I think if he goes wider with the finish, Keller has more of a chance. I think because it's down that low and hits so hard. It's uh, give him some credit. It's a really good finish, I think. He played he played well actually because you know he, he gives him pace in behind. You can see mm-hmm. you know he's their star player. I think the number twenty three midfield is also quite quite highly thought of. But it will have pull up. I mean, especially Gravenberch. All the yeah. best play went through him. He was yeah. just gets better and better every game. You you still wondering why it never worked out by Munich for him because he's just really really good and really entertaining. And I thought. Endo grew into the game. Um, I thought the kid, Chambers, did grow into the game. I thought for most of the game, he kept it safe. And listen, he's making his European debut. He's only a kid. So, you know, I don't blame him for that. Trent started <coughs> very inverted. almost looked like a, a back three and Endo and him as a two. Uh, and then he just drifted out wide again. So, but I mean, that's what they've been doing all the time. I'm with you though, on the Elliot thing. I do think he gets isolated too much when he's playing wide right. Wide right. He hasn't got the pace. And he hasn't quite got the trickery of a know-how yet to hide that pace and use it in a way. He still looks better as an eight to me. Yeah, hundred percent. I think like if you go back, um Trent was very inverted, you're right. He was literally he was the he was the, he was the middle centre half from most of the first half to be fair. Um but what I found, you know, when you don't have this is where I was going on about the pace on one side, because Jota is not slow but he's not someone where you go, he's going to tear in behind you like a Diaz water or a Salah would. So, mm. but but my my issue then was stemmed from, Trent was dropping in and stuff like that, but when you don't have that searing pace down that right-hand side, that's when you have to start playing balls through the lines and, and that's where Elliot tries to get on it, you know, on that inside right kind of channel and then he's looking to link with, with Nunes or whoever. And, and it was just, Trent looked a bit, like it was a bit too easy for him at times. Very slow, very kind of mm. I'll just dictate this, and and Liverpool slowed down. And that's it with Toulouse. Endo did grow into it, um, definitely. Um, I thought he had a really, really good se- second half. Um, mm. Gets a goal, and we go on to that in a minute. But overall, he he did grow into it. I I didn't like I didn't like Jones in the game, um, and I'm sure a lot of people go, "Are well, you mad?" Um, but I just didn't like him in the game. I th- and I don't. Some of it's not his fault. I think he, he's finding himself having to go out to that right wing an awful lot. Because Trent Which demands did. to be inside. And he prefers to play. And to us, he always looks best from the left. Yeah. So does Gravenberch. So there is that element. And look, he looks like a guy who's not played since pre-international. Mm. I, do yeah, think, well, I do think that's I do think that's a factor. I mean, look, he's sent off, so he's, he's not going to play. But, you know, I also think that's a a little bit of a factor as well. Yeah, it's... Um, it's look, I, I the, bits, the bits that annoy me tonight were... At sometimes, like I understand, we're trying to get through these games. We're trying to get through them with where we're not all action and it's all a hundred million miles an hour, and that's fine. But I think some of the application at times was a bit off. I think Trent was guilty of it. I think um, Jones was guilty of it, and I think Elliot in that position was guilty of it. And like Antoine says, he's mad, and I presume he's asking, he's talking about Jones. But genuinely, I just felt <laughs> right. 
with Jones, right? I, I didn't like him going out that right hand side. And I don't think it suits him, right? But at times there was bits where play. If you don't like it out there, just play it quick and don't leave your. He was ending up over on that right side a lot because of the slowness of it and it was lethargic and it was a bit. Uh, it's just a bit of a training game, and it started to it started to really get on me. Um, it really did, and I'm not saying he had a terrible game, Jones. You know, but look, it's all about opinion. But I'm watching that game tonight. And I'm saying to myself, Jones, if you if you ping it a little bit quicker, we're not spending half the game with you at right back because we'll move her up the pitch and then you can get back into position and play because Trent naturally falls back into the right. Um, but you mentioned Gravenberch. Um, yeah, he's he's a, he's a he glides plus players. It just yeah. glides plus players. It's he's just he's, a joy to watch. He's the thing about him is his forced touch is excellent, and as usually his forced touch is away from him. So when you get close to him and he takes that touch, he just has that stride where he's getting away from you, and he seems to find a pass and he runs with it. He's brilliant for one move. Um, where he's it might have been the one actually new now, of course, but he's just mm. glides with it and he knows what he's doing and he can see the pass. And look, I still think he's probably at 75, 80 percent Gravenberch. Yeah, yeah, as you can I see he's coming off he's coming off in a lot of games, Chris. Yeah, yeah, he still I mean, we had a few mad callers. I mean, at one point we thought Joe Gomez was gonna score. They fucking yeah. never happened, like I said. No. Uh, I mean the best thing, it fell to Matip and he just did the best side foot pass you've ever seen to set up Nunes. Good save by the keeper. Yeah. So again you're going, Oh, there we go. And we do get a corner, we take it short, we take, play it deep to Trent, it whips it in. And it's a really good header by Endo. I mean, he's, a, he's the smallest man on the pitch, like, but it's a cracking header. And it came up. It's our first headed goal since April. Oh, all right. I Which I was like, that. when they said, I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. I was sure. They said, like, we haven't scored a headed goal since April. <laughs> so, yeah. Which um, I assume would have been the Nunes one against the, against the Manx, would have, I would have thought. It's a while April. back. April, yeah. But, you know, it just feels like we scored more headed goals than that, but clearly not. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, they say, that's what they were saying on TNT. So I was like, Ah right, okay. Okay. So I, I didn't look they, they all they all get paid to find out these things and yeah, yeah. research them. Um no, it's a good header by end though. Like um it's a it's a good meal from the corner. It changes it up a bit, it's short Jones to I think it was Jones to, to Trent. I don't think it's the best ball in the world by Trent. I think he wants to put a bit more on it. But um if it's in it's but he, in fairness to him, even when he doesn't put it exactly where he wants to put it, he always puts it into a dangerous area. Always puts it into a dangerous um area um and it's a really good header and the commentator i was watching it on the zone and the commentator said he does really really well to um to get that power on the header you know and he does yeah. because it's not there's not loads of pace in it it's not like it's right in front of me he kind of has to arch his neck a little bit and um he buries right it the, and it's, it's a really good header. right in the, right in the side that's yeah yeah, yeah. Want, keep it like getting near it yeah which is kind of what you want really um and then we'll talk about the third because sorry i just want to talk about grabbing birch a bit more he absolutely glides past a couple of players, gets in the box, outside the, the foot to uh, Jones, who tries to get his shot off. It doesn't quite fall for him. Um, but, and sort of deflects off his chest, falls to Darwin. And it's it's what I would call the Shearer finish, which is just drives it. And he mm-hmm. learned from the, the miss he had earlier on, which is go high. The keeper's going down quick, go mm-hmm. high. And nice finish. And you went 3-1. And I was kind of like, oh, game over them. And I think possibly that might be the problem when we come into the second half. Yeah, look, it's all about grabbing Birch. It's all about him, and it does fall to Jones. It kind of ricochets off Jones then because there's a check after the goal, um, whether it's a handball or not. But it clearly comes off like it's it's nowhere near his arm. 
Um, but you're right, Nunes, like Nunes misses a great chance. You remember in the, the last game, in the European game at Anfield, where it's squared mm. to him, and he just takes his eye off it. And, and and this one, this one, I think he may be, he actually might be a bit worried if he drags it across goal, a defender coming back might block it. Mm. Um, so he just rifles it into the roof of the net. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, and that's what we've seen in his early career at Liverpool, you know, last season. He loves just hitting it and hitting it hard. And, um, yeah, it's a really good finish. It, it kind of, you know, when you look back in hindsight, it settles the game. Um, but in fairness, I think we needed it. I think we needed it because, in fairness to Toulouse, I thought they were really, really good. Um, they tried to play football. They some lovely little patterns of play. Um, I don't think it helped us with Harvey Elliott. Um, Harvey Elliott seemed to be playing left-sided or right-sided forward. And at one stage... It was left wing. Well, at one stage, Toulouse had a, a throw-in, first half, had a throw-in near the dugout, and it dropped to a fella, and we turned around, Harvey Elliott standing beside him, 15 yards from the touchline. And they just switched the ball to the left-back, and he was taken out of the game, and that's that's probably where the annoyance came with Elliott. It's just not his position. Just It simply isn't. Um, but Toulouse, I have to hand it to them. Um, they were they were quite good, and I think it'll be, a, it'll be a test for Liverpool going there in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think these are supposed to the fourth seas. They're the best of the three teams we've played. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, 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 without a doubt. Um, yeah, so, you know, on, pa- on paper, they're the fourth seed, but I would say that they look the second best team. In yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, should they won the French yeah. Cup last season, didn't they? And that? Yeah. They, <coughs> and quite a lot of teams out, take that very seriously. Well, they pointed out to me last night, uh, they actually beat the, the, the reigning French champions, nonce. Yeah. You know, so, fair play, it was the first ever trophy, so, you know, Credit where it's due, you know. Damien Camoli, you know, that's the project they want to do. It's 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 young, it's exciting talent, and it's high pressing, you know, which is kind of the way the game's going anyway. So it's mm. just getting in line with the curve, and you know, I'm sure their policy will be that striker who plays up front for them within eighteen months, he'll be sold for thirty million. Yeah, yeah, probably and, to, somewhere in the Premier League, and then they'll do they'll do it again. That's the Salzburg route. Yeah, well, like that. when when it's you when you look be. when you look back at their at their recent history, you know they were in financial trouble massively in the last mm-hmm. I think as recent as the last ten years, and and they they come up the season before last. They won the cup last season. They're in Europe this season, so they're going on the right trajectory. Um, Red border involved in them, aren't they? And Damien Camoli. I've seen Damien Camoli yeah, in the yeah. crowd, and he, Jesus, that guy is aged. Wow, that guy has edged. Dan Jace's lads cheered up a bit. We just won 5 1 with half a reserve team playing. As for Elliot, right wing isn't his best role, but he did a job. He did do a job. And Nunez mm-hmm. paced up top, um, so we didn't need it wide as much. My point about the wide, I know I get your point on, on Nunez's pace, but I always like someone that's a massive threat in behind on one side. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they can kind of. What keep an eye on Nunes and, and not worry too much about either size. Bonkers ask, are you not happy with a 5 1 victory? I am happy with a 5 1 victory, but it's all right to say this fella wasn't great or that fella wasn't great. What, what, if you all just hold hands and sing fucking Kumbaya after a win, like you know, the, it wasn't perfect. We can't, but, we, we, we can't win, Gav, because last year when we got dead excited because we beat the Manx 7 0, we got so we'll get ahead of ourselves and just you know, we need to wind it in a bit. So, you know, which way do we want it? You know, yeah. listen, we're. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. 
Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Full happy with one, but as you said, it's a group game in the Europa League. A bit like a group game in the Champions League. It's get through them and get through them unscathed, which we have. You know, but it's fine to say certain things are not happy. We're not pleased or we think things could be better because you want to do better because that's what we want. Also, for those players, they want to do better because they want to get themselves in the first team for Premier League games. Yeah. Like, you know. like if you look at, like, you look at Chambers, I thought he looked very nervous, right? Mm. I thought he looked very nervous. Um, I looked a bit off the pace and maybe that was because of his nervousness, a bit hesitant. And I thought he was okay the first half. I thought he was... Once or twice, I was like, oh, that's a bit, you know, a couple of loose passes and stuff like that. But you expect that. I have no problem with that. No problem whatsoever. There was kind of, there was, early in the second half, I was like, you need to whip him now. Because it's going to get to the stage where he, he could lose confidence. Even though this is a big knife for him, he could mm-hmm. lose confidence off the back of it. It's um, getting Scan- used to pay, getting yeah, used to pay yeah. the men's football as well. Like, like Scanlon yeah. comes on, really, I really liked him. But he gets caught once on it and the commentator was like, oh, that'll be a learning curve. And I was like, no. If Endo isn't fucking just passing wherever he feels like it, um, he actually gets caught trying to make up for Endo's mistake. And he should really probably just let the ball run out and go, listen, Endo, what are you doing? Um, he gets caught. But he was good going forward. The young lad comes on then near the end, uh, McConnell, and you know gets McConnell. a couple of touches. And that that's absolutely fine. Kwanzaa just looks like he's part of the squad. Yeah. McConnell puts a re- really good ball in. Uh, which, to be honest, I think is unlucky. It goes between Jota and Salah. Yeah, yeah right um, at the end. It's, yeah. it's right at the end. And it, I quite like that move because it was Scallon and McConnell, two young kids, just snapping into it, going, I'm gonna, <coughs> you know, the chicks had, a, chicks had a dead ball and, you know, nearly getting us a chance out of it, you know. So that's the, that's the big positive today is, you know, look, three kids have made the debuts and we've got more minutes into Kwanzaa at the end, you know. Mm. You know, it's what you want. You know, that's, that's kind of the benefit of Europa League is we can... You know, we're never gonna like we're never gonna do that in the Champions League. So there is that there is that benefit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, second half, fucking hell! The first ten minutes was uh, how did your man miss? Honestly, what 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 happened to um, Keller? Has he has he been space jammed? <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> what happens like, is what? it comes back to him, and he, he Keller's really cool all night on the ball, like so cool on it, and he always is. Uh, but this one. When it comes back to him, I don't know whether he... I think he gets caught between trying to play a pass and hit it long. And he doesn't either. Hits one fella, bounces to another, he squares it. And this fella is on his left foot, 12 yards from goal. And what I think... Well, I'm only looking at it. I think he's presuming Trent's going to go flying across the line to try to block this. And he's going to put it back where Trent's coming from. But Trent doesn't. Mm. Trent just stands there as if to go, with this fella scoring. You know, and hits Trent with it. And it was just like, well, you can, it's, you, you it, can tell it's by his reaction. You know it, I mean? It's that big uh, sigh where you go, Oof. yeah, yeah. Like, Trent does it at times, and then like, and then like looking at Keller going, "Fucking hell, mate, what, got away with that." Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and, and like, I know you were a bit critical of Keller on the goal, um, and yeah, there's, there's an argument he could take a couple of steps out towards the guy. That's a mistake there, but other than that, like he, he comes and claims what he needs to claim, he saves what he needs to save. He's good with his feet, you know. Joy being a keeper, though, isn't it? Yeah, look, he, he makes he makes <laughs> he, he um he, he makes a mistake, you know, and it happens. We've seen we've seen loads of goalkeepers do it. We've seen Allison do it. Um, yeah, and I, I think I think he just I think he just got caught between what he was trying to do and done neither, you know. So, mm. um, but after they missed that, you can see that they kind of get deflated. Um, yeah. you kind of get deflated you know the sort of way 
And I'll be honest, for, for the next probably 10, 15 minutes, I kind of zoned out because um, nothing happened. Uh, I was probably playing on my phone, wasn't really paying much attention. And then Quanta comes on, uh, the Scallon comes on, and Gakpo comes on. I mean, that mm-hmm. was the big boost as well. Gakpo back, back, yeah. on, back on the pitch, which is kind of what you want because, you know, we're back then to the you know the full five of main main attackers. So, you know, one less worried for us as well. So, and he was fine. And then a few minutes later, Mo comes on. Uh, friends of my WhatsApp group were fuming he was coming on. Why is he coming on? I'm like, I think it's a sports science thing just to tick him over. Because it's going to be, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, a tick yeah, over. Yeah. Yeah. And people, I know people don't like to hear it, but touch wood, doesn't really pick up many injuries. And I think this is just, give him a half hour run out, give him a half hour, 20 minute run out in a competitive game is better than saying, do an hour's running on the training field. There must be a sports science reason behind it. There has to be, because like, if, you, if you look at it, Trent, plays so many minutes comes off right and he like you know he's um he was missing a few games a while back because of a little injury or whatever um so th- that's definitely something where they have a little plan from you know where they're gonna bring him in and play something now well, he'll play he'll play Sunday and might play the whole game but that, this is obviously just extra work on top that, that he wouldn't usually get um some weeks you know the sort of way and then you look at Salah 25 minutes right which is just just keeps him taking over, you know what I mean? And he got the and he got the captain's armband. So yeah, another, yeah, and then another, and then, another little thing to keep him happy as well. Yeah, and and then Darwin want. plays and he's whipped off. Do you know what I mean? Jones, Jones is obviously being suspended. He plays most of the game, eighty-seven minutes. I think he comes off. He comes off. So he gets he gets another full game more or less under his belt, and you can see it. You know what I mean? Jota plays the whole game, right? I don't expect to see Jota at the weekend now because he's played the whole game. I yeah. think I think you'll probably see Diaz. Um, Diaz, Nunes, Salah, or Gakbo, you know, you don't know, but there's definitely something. Look, it's not, it's, it's not like fucking revelation to say that Liverpool go into these games with a plan for players to play X amount of minutes, and this fella to come on for this fella, and this fella to come on for that fella, and some of them is getting them back to pace, some of them's keeping them at a pace like Salah, and and some of them is just to make sure that when we need them, they're ready in the likes of Kwanzaa. Um, and though whoever, whoever it might be, so yeah, that that definitely. Um, yeah. Thor say we, we missed the Graven Birch goal. We haven't we haven't missed Graven Birch goal. We, we, we don't always no. talk about it in order. No. We just talk about bits. Yeah. We are going to come to the Graven Birch goal because fuck it, it was just Nunes to a T. This isn't it? It's yeah. just the way it goes. From <clears> time. <throat> it's a great ball. He's put through. He does all the hard work, and then it's a post bit of. <laughs> so well, and he's, yeah. the only funny thing is he's on the floor depressed. And just about turns around and say, Oh shit, we made a score the best. Yeah. Do you know something? Um I think he was Liverpool's best player to me. I genuinely do. Yes. I think yeah. I think fourth half he was coming a bit deeper, he was picking it up and he was driving at them. And then there was ones where he was just there was a lovely one where he clipped gave it to Elliot and just turned the corner and went. Elliot put him in and he just about got caught and um, with the ball. But I really liked his directness. Really, really delighted how direct he was. Coming in, getting a defeat. Then he chases back. Well, there was another one where he chases back. Oh, wins it. It's, wins it's it. Like just, a, it's like yeah. a FIFA when you unselect the player. Yeah, like, yeah. It was oh, like yeah, a, it's, it was like his fucking controller went off, right? Because <laughs> he wins it. Goes back past the halfway line, and everyone's like, "Well done, Nunes." And then he just goes, "Not bothered with that ball anymore." Someone taking this, and then next while everyone lets a roar him. He wins it, turns and starts running back up the other way with it. It was like. FIFA on amateur out. level, but your controller's <laughs> gone off or just just gone on the blink for a minute, and then the then uh, the the goal for Gravenberch. As soon as we as soon as we win it, you can see it in the on the screen. He's gone, 
and Jota mm-hmm. plays him and the the way he gets onto it and the, like it's so underrated what he does to that defender because he actually turns inside and at the same time keeps going towards goal. It's actually brilliant what he does. The defender hasn't a hope and not most most defenders won't because if you come inside and keep coming inside, the defender can go with you. But he's literally gone inside and past him before the defender can even react. You know what I'm saying? The way he goes around the keeper and his issue is he should take another step. That's what he should do. He should take another step or another touch on the ball because when he goes around the keeper... What happens just, is it ends up underneath his feet. It ends up he's underneath the, his feet. Yeah. He's just like, <coughs> that's all he wants to do. Oh, look, he's three options. Slow down, yeah. ball runs in front of you, put it in the net. Right? Take a touch, ball's out in front of you, put it in. Right? Or take just take another step. Because if he takes another step, he's right. It's it's literally the ball's just going to keep running with him. He hits the post. He's on the deck. Gravenberg comes in and fairness, takes it around him and puts it in the net. Um... But I abs- and look, listen, go- everyone's going to clip that up. Look at this fucking Egypt missing from here and all this sort of stuff. But who, do we give a bollocks? No. No. Right? I thought he was excellent today. And everything he done is chasing, is pressing, coming deep, turning, running at them, scores, right? And honestly, go back He's and watch that goal again. The touch inside the defender to go, to literally stay in the direction he's running while he... He's actually still in a straight line at the goal, even though he's gone inside the defender, which is madness. Um, it's I loved him. I loved everything about it tonight, and I loved it even more when he missed that. Just grabbing where it followed up and and scored, well, and then they just whip him off as well, which was great. But this, but this thing's clock was talking about probably March, April last season, where people thought he was digging uh, Nunes out, and he wasn't. He was just saying like there are things he needs to learn to play the way we want, and you're now seeing the benefit of it of the way he plays. Because the concern sometimes in news last year was if he wasn't scoring, he wasn't always contributing as much as you would like a Liverpool forward to do. This season, you can't complain. You know, he's doing everything you want a Liverpool forward yeah. to do. Yeah. You know, even when he's not scoring, he's having a positive impact. Not this Captain Chaos nonsense. It's you know, he's effective, you know, and that's kind of all you need him to be is, you know, make an impact. Uh, but yeah, his fa- I mean his face when he comes off, uh, it's that Rue smile he's absolutely raging inside. You can see because yeah, he, he knows I could have had two, but he's like, oh, it's whatever. It it's four one, so it's not too bad. Yeah, but the thing, like the, the whole captain chaos stuff, is I think he's given that name because he was he'd very little involvement in games last year. It was always explosive stuff where he's lashing volleys from. Remember against West Ham, Bob was just coming over his uh, last season. Ball coming over his shoulder, just lashing it at the goal, you know. Uh, but now it was like now there's way more substance to it. So the, the mad bits that go on are still there for me, but there's so much more going on around at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, go, just go back and watch. If you go back and watch the game, watch the amount of times he comes short, you know, plays little triangles, runs the channel, chases down, beats players, commits players, and, and like, you know, and puts a spark into it. Like, he was absolutely brilliant to me. Absolutely brilliant to me. Um, but look... He does have the post. Else. That's what people are going to remember, you know. But having said that, um, if if you give me that performance every week from Darwin Nunes, we're winning. We're winning nine ninety nine percent of the games, and I'll take that. He can hit the fucking post as many times as he wants. Yeah, uh, actually, I was right. He, he he doesn't let his head drop. He's he's definitely got that smirk, which is like, even when he misses, he just got. It's like oh, it's madness, isn't it? 
I'll score yeah. the next one. Though. Yeah, that's kind. Of, and Mo's Mo <laughs> got that same sort of view of things. He, whenever he misses a chance, Mo just smiles and he's just like, "I'll get the next one." That's kind of what I feel. I mean, then Mo Salah came on, does what Mo Salah does at the end, which is scores another great goal. Um, he's now the leading Premier League goal scorer in major European competitions with forty three goals. Yeah, Oshin says there a new record, 43 European goals for Mo Salah, making him now the leading scorer for any English team in Europe ever. Man just keeps breaking records, I love it. Yeah, he goes ahead of Thierry Henry, I think. Um, No, it's not, in fairness. Um, But yeah, like, look, Salah comes on, he gets that 25 minutes, and when he comes on... Again, you can see Salah's not at full... He's not at full speed, he's he's playing, he's he's chasing, he's... but then when you yeah. gave him a chance, he, he just buries yeah. it. And um, it's he's just a joke. He's yeah. an absolute joke. And, and and I keep saying it, you know, I think there might be, I think the more records this fella breaks, the more chance it is he stays at Liverpool. Because mm. we, we were talking about one last week where I think he's like, I want to say to... something like 30 goals behind Sergio Aguero um, for non-English Premier League goal scoring. And a forty maybe, and I was like, you know what, he might he might want a real real go at that, and I hope it is the case because the thing that keeps me hanging on to the fact that I think Mo Salah will stay at Liverpool, and the the money being offered is gigantic in Saudi Arabia, but the the whole setup over there is an absolute shambles. Um, the the thing that hope, holds out hope for me is that Mo Salah has levels that he wants to reach. He still feels he has levels he can go to, and there's records there. Like, I, I look, the money is phenomenal. Yeah. But I think most I'd love to walk away going. Do you know what? I stayed at Liverpool till I was 34. I became one of the greatest ever goal scorers, one of the greatest ever players, one of the Premier League's greatest ever players and goal scorers. And I'm not saying he wouldn't be one of those if he left next summer. But there's just a few records there where I think most Salah will be gone. Because Mo Salah is ruthless, and I think he'd be looking going. I can do that. I can absolutely do that. And Liverpool, but, Liverpool I think Liverpool would just hand him the contract if he if he, if, if he thought yeah. he was willing to sign it. You know. Well, he's five short now, two hundred goals for Liverpool, and he's thirty three short of catching Billy Little, who's on two two eight. Sorry, yeah, two two eight. So, yeah. I think that's I think that's the one he's got in his sights on, which is I reckon I can get to Billy Little and try and aim to get one ahead of him. Next one up from that is two four one Gordon Hodgson, possibly, but he'd have to stay for a couple of years through that. I don't think he gets the top two, but yeah. I bet he'll have a bloody good go trying to get to Roger Hunt. It definitely he won't get anyone here in rush, but he'll definitely have a good go getting to Roger Hunt. Yeah, I just I think mean, like you see him there, and like I, I'm running out of I, you run out of superlatives for him, and, and not only that, his record this season for goals and assists is, is ridiculous. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, is this uh, like, like fifteen I'm, goals on a uh, fifteen home games in a row now? He's scored or assisted. Scored or assisted, yeah. It's something fifteen it, or sixteen. Something yeah. stupid. Yeah, I think I, I think, think he has. I think he's played. I think twelve this games this season, and I think he has something like nine goals and is a nine or six, nine and six assists or something. I think it's, it's only. I think it's only the Spurs game he didn't get a goal or assisted. I think every other game he's got some sort of goal involvement. I'm pretty yeah. certain. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I'm sure someone will look up his goals and assist record for this season, but he's only played, I want to say, twelve games and not full, not twelve full games, because he no. he comes on against, I think he comes on against LSA, LASK. I think he goes off against yep. Union Saint Gelo or whatever they're called, and he comes on to like uh, twenty five minutes. 
and so he, he probably has a hundred minutes of maybe a hundred minutes of European football this season plus nine league games. And um, yeah. yeah, it's just it's uh, he's just he's just a special special player, and to be able to bring him on and you know he's just bringing him on to warm him up for Sunday, you know. Yeah, it's just a take a handy job. tomorrow, take a handy Saturday, see a Sunday, and you go I and like do pl- your business. And like plenty pointed out, good rest for Canate. I mean, he's he's a bit like Matip. You have to manage his minutes a yeah. little bit. Yeah, nice rest, nice rest of Van Dyke. It's Obviously. nice to actually not be able to bring Sobers like that. I think that's the first game of the season he's he's not featured in. Yeah, which yeah. is actually a, which is a good thing because we can rest him. McAllister gets a bit more rest as well. So, you know, they're the, the big positives. You know, Simicass isn't risks. Like I said, you and me both thought he'd get a few minutes just to pick up sharpness. You know, because he's not played a lot recently. <coughs> but it takes all the risk out out of the games now. And look, Gomez to me did did all right. You know, and again, he's a guy who goes from left centre back to right back. And then inverted right back in the all in one game. So you know, yeah, he's a, he's a busy boy. He's a busy boy, but you know, keeps him ticking it, over as well. Keeps him handy. Yeah, and I look. I there's no way that Joe Gomez is forced choice to when Trent goes out the pitch to be going in and mm. playing as an inverted right back slash centre midfielder. Yeah, it's just it's not it, his though, game. It? It's not his game. But Liverpool are comfortable enough in their own skin to let him go and do it. You know the sort of way. Um, but. If you get to bigger games and Trent ends up going off, it's not going to happen. What you'll probably see is you'll probably see the likes of a Sobers Loy going in there and saying, here, you go and play right back, but you're going to be in there as well. Um, or they could do one or two other things. But look, it is a good rest. There's no there's no harm in rests for the likes of, for me and the likes of Alisson. Um, definitely Van Dijk, Canate. The Simicus one, yeah, it kind of it, um, surprised me a little bit. McAllister is a, is, a, is a big deal, I think, for getting a rest because... You know, he's he's been away and, and you know, didn't Diaz look the best when he came back to the international break. He looked okay after the, on, in the derby, but then you look at Diaz as well, who's been away. But then again, you look at Nunes. Nunes is playing, but he, you mightn't see him on Sunday. You don't know. And that's the options we have, especially with Gakbo coming back. And um, just keep putting Gravenberg on the pitch. That's my opinion at the minute. He's just mm. he's just sensational. I he's, think the benefit for go, the goers at the moment is... At least he's getting minutes, and I think that was that sometimes been a big problem the last couple of years. Is we've always dropped him in, going right there you go, and he's not played for six weeks, and you're going yeah he looks like someone's not played for six weeks. Yeah, was you know he's been involved in pretty much every game this year, like yeah. meaningful minutes. So at least now you're going well if we have, if we have to drop him at right back, he's fine because he's been doing that most of the season, so he's not it's not a problem. I think that's what we've got better at this year is we've managed to keep everyone in the squad fairly involved and interested. So at least then. No one looks too much like a rabbit at headlights when deer in headlights. Sorry, when you drop him in and going, yeah, he hasn't. He just doesn't like. He hasn't played for a while, so you know. To be fair to Klopp, yeah, you know, we've got to say squad management this year so far has been top notch. Yeah, no, like people people talk about this Thursday Sunday stuff, right? And look, the proof is in the pudding. When you look at teams that play Thursday Sunday, the majority of them either fall flat on their faces in Europe and and kind of make make their way through that first four months of the season when you're playing Thursday, Sunday before the breaking it and stuff like that. Or some of them are really good in Europe but struggling in the league. You know, you've seen it with West Ham, you've seen it with loads of clubs in the Europa League. Where I think Liverpool, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, I think this might work for Liverpool. And the reason it might work for them is he hasn't decided this is the Premier League 15 and this is the Europa League 15 and we're just going to just play them as separate entities. He hasn't done that. He's given minutes. 
He's given minutes to guys to say, if you if we need you, you're ready. He's given minutes to, to lads that you're playing on Sunday, but we know you need 25 minutes, all that sports science stuff. Do you know what I mean? And then he's he's given minutes, I think, to players to go, go and you know what? You're not in you're not in the in the category of just keeping you taking over for the weekend. You're not in the category of if we need you you know you're ready they're in the country of go and show me you can get in this team and i think there's a great mix of it at the minute and i think we can like we've handled it very well so far sunday will prove another another um will prove that again if if we go and win and we, we've kind of managed this european stuff so far but now we're in a comfortable position chris where we can go out and go you know what just go to lose get a point or go and win into lose you've two you've two game weeks off then then you can really start to look to rest people. But I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't be surprised if, even though we could be through this group after four games, which we most likely will be, I wouldn't be surprised if you still see a very similar lineups in the fifth and sixth games because I think he has he has something in place here where it's just one's falling onto the next. It's not separate mm. and it's not hurting ourselves on a Sunday. I think. I think it's, the I think, six, Yeah. I think the sixth game. I think the sixth game. You probably see like a really league cup side only because i think two days late two three days later we play we play united yeah whereas to be fair the united will probably go into their game six in europe with something to play for the with the state their groups in. yeah so um breaking news that james pierce just tweeted apparently robbie fowler has been sacked from his saudi arabia club so that went well, that went well for him oh, was he still over there yeah yeah he was he was he was looking after the team in the in the Division second below division the top one. Second division. Apparently they were doing quite well, but the panel's been sacked. Okay, cool. So Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, so man the match. Are you going Darwin? Um I'm going Gravenberch. I think it's a toss up, but I th- Yeah, if you're going Gravenberch, I'm going Darwin then. Just to just to spread it out a little bit. I think I think Gravenberch yeah. was just the, the Gravenberch was Probably the best. I said Nunes was the best player on the pitch. Maybe I'm wrong in that. I think Gravenberg might have been while he was on the pitch. But I think the one that, and I know this sounds weird, but the one that stood out and kind of sparked us. Yeah, I know what you was mean. Nunes. Do you know what I mean? Like Gravenberg's beautiful touch, glides with the ball, doesn't doesn't lose it very often, looks to create. His, his, his body movement is brilliant when he wants to kind of manipulate where his body is so he can get a ball out in position and stuff like that. And he's beautiful to watch. Like he's he's a fun. He's going to be a phenomenal player for Liverpool. I I genuinely believe that. But I just think at times in the game when we are slowing it down with Trent, with 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 Jones and with Elliot, where they were a bit lax and they were a bit slow, Nunes seemed to be the one to go. Do you know, what? just give me the fucking ball and I run down the wing with it, and it just gets people going again. So, um, yeah, I'll go with Nunes if you're going. If you're going, um, uh, Graham Bitch, LFC LFC TV has also for uh, Endo. You know, say, I mean, yeah. Endo had a, had a decent game. To be fair to him, you know, he's sort of grown into that role. And Endo's not going to be the most flashy signing, and I and I get that. But Endo's doing a job that previous squad players haven't done for us. I'll be honest, Arthur Mello was supposed to do this, where you just play with all the the League Cup games and the we're going to play in Europa League games, and probably came, he might start against Luton. So then you don't have to start a McAllister, a Gravenberch, Sopperslay. You give them a rest. That's always been the challenge for Liverpool is we've had some squad players whose job is to do that and they're never about. They're either unfit or unreliable. He's just, I've always described him as just a steady Eddie. And I yeah, I think, 
you, you see, I think Endo might be suffering a bit from, um, not him personally, but I think he might be suffering the fact that he was brought in as the, the DM, you know, and people are going, he was brought in as the DM, he should be out of this world as the DM, right? Um, I think he's been okay. I think at times, like that Leicester game in the League Cup, I thought the first half he was a bit all over the place. But then he grew into it and he got better and better and better. And, and do you know what? I, part of me, again, feels sorry for him because he he seems to go in with different midfields all the time. You know, a Jones in there, then there's an Elliot in there, then Elliot's not there, then, he, you know, Gravenberch is there. And it's it's not easy. It's it's not easy when, when, you're, when you're changing those people around you because if you have a steady two people beside you, even if Trent's doing this inverted thing and one of them's going over there, you know where they are. Whereas I think Endo takes takes a bit of time to look around and go, right, this is what we're... Not this is what we're doing, but this is how the game's going. And once he kind of gets a grip, I think he's absolutely fine. And yeah, look, I think he spent, I think he spent the first 10 minutes just counting, going, we've definitely still got 11, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah, still yeah, got yeah. 11. Yeah, because he's so <laughs> It feels like having... every time he comes on, it's 10 or 9 plays. He's going, fuck it, hell, lads. Give us a chance, will you? Yeah, and, and he's doing absolutely fine. You know, I think the the only thing that's going against him is that we're looking at at the moment McAllister in that deep line position in in you know what you would call the the starting eleven or the first eleven, and people haven't been overly impressed by him, and that's fair. I think McAllister hasn't been on his best of form, but he shows flashes all the time of how good he is. And if you get him further up the pitch a little bit, I think you'd really see it. But we're persistent with it, and Endo kind of ah oh, here's this DM, but he's only good enough to play in these games. He's still finding his way as well. Like, you have to remember, he's 12 games into a Liverpool career. Mm. 12 times Liverpool have played since he's signed for the club. It's not like he's there a year, 40, 50 games to look at what's going on. And we know, we know from all the evidence going before, when Jurgen Klopp's gets you, he probably says, you know all that stuff you're doing at the team you were at, Stuttgart, wherever he was at, you're not doing any of that anymore. Mm. You're not doing any of that anymore. This is what you're doing for us. And that takes time. You know, we've seen it with so many players. So I give, like, he's not being helped with the fact that Sabah's like, and now Gravenberg will come in and just look fucking brilliant. But it's a different role. I wouldn't be too harsh on him. Um, Emma Kavanagh says Andre in January, and we'd be unstoppable. I'm fully behind that, um, the, the whole Andre signing. I just think the reason being, if you brought him in, and maybe he does take a little time to go in, but he looks to me, um, obviously, I've, I've probably seen about 20 minutes footage of him, but what you see of him is very mobile, very good on the ball, gets around, gets his tackles in. He's really good. Now, Endo does that, but Andre just looks a different level, and the knock-on effect of that is McAllister forward up the pitch, and who doesn't like a, a signing in January to improve you, especially, especially when we're in a title race, because I think we are going to be in a title race. Yeah. Especially our recent record with January Sands, they've all been pretty decent. Gakpo's and Diaz's, they all seem to go quite well. Yeah, they absolutely do. And and, and the link the link to Andre hasn't gone away. Um, it's getting stronger and stronger from Brazil. They have their Libertadores final, I think, not this weekend, next weekend, I think it might be. Um, and then they've got then that's their season over then. Yeah, that's more or less it. So like you could like I'd love to see him coming in. I think he was definitely a target in the summer. Um, and to bring him in just adds another little bit of steel to that midfield and, and I'm absolutely fine with it. So don't be he too hard speak. on Endo. He's coming in, he's doing a job and like, let's be honest, if we get to a quarter final, a semi final to Europa League, Endo's not starting. You know, it's just yeah. not. Um, most of these, a lot of them won't. But that's how you use your squad. 
Yeah. Uh, and Dick was saying, Chris, did you see the ex Everton keeper content? Yeah, it was Rachel Brown Finnis. Um, was this on TNT? With... Yeah, yeah, she was she was good actually. She's she's been on a few times actually. Yeah, I, don't, I, I switched don't off from TNT, and it wasn't because of her, because of the fella commentating. Oh, um, and I went I and watched know. it on the zone, which was just one fella, just having a look. But when I was watching on the zone, um, three times I looked away from the screen, and they obviously had some sort of logo on the screen for. Uh, Bundesliga Euro 24 yeah. and so and I swear to God I thought it was Matt talking I actually looked yeah. up to say Jesus and Matt was, I, met, I messaged Matt and he was like oh we all sound the same do we I was like no it genuinely sounded like you but no, the sound coverage was good the girl on TNT was fine your man commentating does me head in so that's her yeah yeah he's not not quite as bad as uh, Flet the Fletcher one though is he yeah that's just most of them just do me head in Chris to be honest yeah. with you you know. There aren't too, there aren't too many I can get along with either. Right, um, anything else before we go? What's going on the rest of the week? Um, what day is today? Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Thursday even. Thursday. Thursday. Nothing tomorrow, oh. nothing Saturday. Sunday post-match, Sunday, Sunday night show. And that's it. We'll be back in the next week. Cool, cool. I think Sunday's... I think it's me and Matt, I think, isn't it? Um, I think it's you and Matt after Forest, and then... I think it will be. I don't think I'll be here on Sunday. Um, I have a I have a thing to go to, so it might be just the three lads on Sunday. Um, but that's absolutely fine. The three of them do the job, not a bother on them. And hopefully, we're talking about another win for Liverpool. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, another win on Sunday, and uh, keep things rolling. Excellent. Right on that happy note, uh, like and subscribe and all that usual uh, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, and get over uh, to Twitch. Yeah. It's like well people easy. are on Twitch and they love it. Right. Oh, yeah, no, the only the only thing is if you're on Twitch, um it's hard to pre schedule shows. So what you need to do is just follow and then you know we'd be going live and, and stuff like that. But if you follow us on our Instagram or our, our Twitter, we post out hours before the show to say we're gonna be on that time at ten o'clock. But people really like the Twitch setup. Um the the way the way the interface and, and the way you can comment and stuff like that and we've We've put a few people in, in place now as moderators and stuff like that. And we're looking to go forward with Twitch with more shows and stuff. People really like it. Um, people know the issues I have around YouTube and stuff like that. Um, but look, I said it to someone the other day. We're, we're, by putting stuff on Twitch, we're, we're losing money. Genuinely, we're losing money by putting it on Twitch. But it's got to that stage where I don't care. Um, so we're, we're looking at loads of different avenues for, you know, drumming up finance and, and different things but twitch at the moment um twitch at the moment is not where to be but make sure you have it there because there will be some shows that will be only on twitch there'll be some shows that will be only on youtube and there'll be some that will be on both platforms for the time being cool well you got more rattled in the, in the comments now they all want to know the ins and outs <laughs> um is there a twitch channel within youtube says Antoine. no so on your phone on your phone or your desktop just go into your Play Store or your App Store and just type in Twitch, right? Um, download it, set up a username, use your email and password or whatever, set up a username. When you go in there, you're set up. You can actually stream from it. That's, that's, that's a streaming service. And then all you do is type in Talking Cop, follow us when we go live. You know, it's it's very similar to YouTube. It's just you are a, you're a user the there that could stream, yeah. The chat function's actually a lot easier on your phone on Twitch than it is on YouTube as well. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Antoine goes, why are you leaving YouTube? I never said we're leaving YouTube. Never said that once. I just said we're making it available on Twitch. So have both of them. Um, I'm going, I'm, like I said, we're looking into different ways um, to do shows. And yeah, that's it for the moment. I'm not going to say any more. Now. Um, we're just we're, we're we're just looking into things to see what way we want to do it. That's all. Not not major. Just have Twitch. <laughs> on and Wango on my phone on my desktop wherever you fucking want. On your grandma phone. Yeah, yeah. Wherever <laughs> your phone. Yeah, put on your phone and everything. It doesn't matter. Um, just it's very easy to do. Um, uh, Ashley says they're not leaving YouTube at the moment. They're just exploring Twitch as a streaming alternative. It's just an app that you download. A hundred percent. Like, why isn't Ashley just a spokesperson on this? I know um, she talks. She talks more sense than we do. And and you know what? I, I I'm still getting messages going. Why, why did you did you change name? And I'm like, oh, I I still get that going. Yeah, I've yeah. I've been asked, I've, I've left um, the channel. I've gone. No, it's just changed its name. Yeah, yeah. We changed our name. <laughs> like I'll say it one more time. We've changed our name because the day trip was was brilliant, but the day trippers is associated with people that made the day trippers and will always be associated with it. The lads that are on now, some of them are years on the day trippers, some of them are brand new to it. So we wanted to freshen it up, change the name, and give the people that have it going forward their own kind of identity with something that they do. That's it. There's no, there's no conspiracy theories. There's no fucking anything. It's just we wanted to change it up, give her a new name, and that's it. Same people, same type of shows, same laugh. That's it. There you go. Um, Antoine asks, why have you changed the name? Um, he's just annoying me now. Uh, <laughs> but look, that's it. We have, we've changed the name. We freshened it up. Go and get Twitch. Um, like I said, shows going forward. Some on YouTube, some on Twitch, some on both, some on none of them. Some will just go straight to download for um audio we're just looking into doing um we're just looking into doing things slightly differently in a different approach red steve says is it because the trippers was already taken on twitch no because the trippers on twitch is theirs we still have it um it's not that at all jesus christ um but yeah look it's just an, it's just a new approach and um like people have asked me you're going to start charging subscriptions you're going to charge we don't want to do that we never have wanted to do that. But I've loads of people saying to me, I'll just do it. Like we'll give the whatever it is a month. But it's 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 not something I've ever ever been interested in. So that's where we are. But can we go now? Yeah, yeah. The other one keeps talking, mate. Yeah, I know, yeah, because they keep asking me <laughs> questions. <laughs> right, anyway, thanks for everyone for watching and we'll all be back. Uh, well we meet me and Matt on Sunday, hopefully talk about a Wirral Forest, and then mm -hmm. the guys will be back later on Sunday. Until then, take care, speak soon, all that good stuff. Speak to you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.